This is Unfiltered Vitamin Z brought to you by Zae. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I truly appreciate it. We got some new people to welcome to this community, to this podcast. A recent location came up on, uh, it's been listened to a few of the recent episodes, Columbus, Ohio. If you listen to this newest one, uh, uh, season 12 finale, I appreciate you for listening to the previous ones. Welcome, Columbus. I think that's the first listen we got from Ohio. Truly appreciate it. Tel Aviv's been coming up a few on them too. Appreciate everybody. Uh, freaking Washington the other day was with Lake Spokane, Spokane, well, some some shit like that in Washington. My bad. For, hold on, let me not shit on your city so much. What's the name of the place? Lake Stevens. There we go. Lake Stevens. I'm gonna Google that shit right now. Shit. Lake Stevens. I like lakes. I'm more of a river pond person. But lakes, lakes are pretty dope too. It's a city in Sunnahamish Sana, County. What the fuck? Population was in 2010 census. Oh no, it's grown. It was at 28,000. Now it's at 33,000. Well, good for y'all. Shit. Popping some babies out there, huh? Oh, it seems like a very remote area. Oh shit. Full of farms and god damn. Y'all close. Y'all old. Not too far from the Canadian border, too. Okay. Like, a little northeast of Seattle. All right, cool, cool, cool. But anyway, uh, thanks so much for listening. Today, I wanted to talk about a few things wrapping up this season. Because we had the other episodes. Oh, let me go back. Because it's not like I can remember all the episode title. We had images, right, self, media, social, talking about seeing yourself. We're talking about heaven on earth. Talked about the the way we see each other, the way we create the world around us based off, you know, sort of the values we create here. Ojalá. We talked about inshallah, you know, that sort of hopefully sense of like, you know, it's not this heaven on earth, this world that we do. It's kind of ironic that we talk about heaven on earth. Okay, taking things into our hands and establishing something that no matter what we believe in the afterlife, that we should do something for the life and world that we know here. But at the same time, we can't control everything that we do know here, even though this, even though this is the one world that we do own and, and we do know. You always have to leave it up to whether you believe in a God or not. Like, some shit is not in your hands. That's why we say, hopefully, we say, ojalá, inshallah. So that's a word I use a lot, actually. Um, then we talk about everyone lives. talked about death. We talked about the meaning of being alive and living and and all these different things. And then we talked about some other shit. And we talked about shower thoughts. So, yeah. Something that was interesting to me today was um, a song I'm listening to right now, We Know, with uh, Faith Evans and uh, Kuali. Let me go back to the... Beginning, let me pull up the lyrics. It's a reason I was I was just listening. I was like, damn, I think I'm gonna spend, <clears throat> excuse me, spend a lot more time just listening and and watching some YouTube music videos. And then I was like, nah, let me record and put something out. Shit, um, it's a it's a good idea to do so. <clears throat> and then it goes because of this is like. Uh, my name is Kwali and I love to spit it, homie. I rap about love and life. Ladies get to know me. If you're feeling lonely, I could be your one and only. I put it out in the world so people show me love. Yeah, I always get it back. This ain't no pimp game here. That's a different track. We talking this and that. We need to get with this. I keep it real in the mode. This is our business. So it was that part specifically. So I put it out in the world so people show me love. And it's, it's one of the things I learned from Humble the Poet as well. Where coming from a certain source of like, no matter what it is that you want to see given to you something you gotta put out there first one thing i know for sure 
is anytime you you know communicating with somebody, I learned this from Jason Capital. Anytime you communicate and you, for example, you share something or you ask you asking things of people. You know what I'm saying? Whether you hitting out a girl at a bar, you in a meeting, meeting new people for the first time, whatever type of situation it is, and you ask someone something, you know, how do you want them to share? Go first. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you know before I ask you, like yo, you know what's something embarrassing about you that you ain't never really shared with much people. Instead of just waiting, just putting you on the spot like that, I was like, let me tell you a story about me. And then, boom, I went first. And then that is probably going to increase the likelihood of you also sharing a story about you. So it's always whatever it is just about you going first. So it's the same thing in this other sense of like, damn, like people be talking about they ain't getting no love. They ain't getting this. They ain't getting that. You know, they say it takes money to make money. And I don't really think that phrase comes from an investment sense. A lot of times some of the most successful people I've seen and met, a lot of times they're also the most generous people too. They get a lot of blessings back based off the, the, the energy and the money and stuff, the things that they have and out and give out to people around them and take care of the people around them they get that shit back so whatever sense it is you know especially if it's love you got to spread that shit out there and it'll come back because it can work in the reverse very badly and uh you know a lot of times you see a lot of always constantly negative minded people they could be good people not like they're evil people but they're just anything they touch they fucking ruin it because they're just constantly negative they're constantly like frustrated and fucked up on the inside that no matter what they do you can see it on the outside and you can see that effect carry out with the people around them so it's always important to realize what type of energy and what type of thoughts we create on the inside because that shit will bleed out to the outside it will spread and yeah that's just something i wanted to share um i'm also releasing a new single um after the immigrant dreams um project that i made and this one's gonna be called smoothie in parentheses smoothly and i'm gonna share the chorus with y'all i have the song already made and everything i'm just gonna uh, hit up a friend for the artwork and yeah but i wanted to you know i like to share things here first i like to give especially whether or not you fuck with me or not but a lot of times i'm I'm always sharing different lyrics or whatever i'm listening to whatever i'm fucking with so this is something I wrote that I wanted to dive in and talk about a couple of things here. But yeah, so the reason it's called Smoothie Smooth Leaves because of the first line, the last line in the in the chorus, which I'm going to share right now. Blend it up like a smoothie. Slurp it up because life's a movie. White history about the slavery. The other narrative is about the recovery. Inspirations musically that stem from the greater internal battle spiritually. Tierra Santa Falestine. Fulfilling prophecies. Navigating reality. Putting it simply smoothly. So there's um, two things. One, uh, Tierra Santa means like holy land. Palestine, Palestine. So I said that stem from the great internal battle spiritually. Tierra Santa Palestine, Holy Land, Palestine. Fulfilling prophecies, navigate reality, pero no siempre smoothly. Navigate reality, pero no siempre means but not always. So navigate reality, but not always smoothly. And uh, and yeah, so there's a couple of things. One, I'm talking about white history about the slavery. There was something I was reading about and looking over the past couple of days talking about the that slavery itself is not a, a lot of times, you know. A lot of us are not educated. For example, you know, when in school did we learn about um, all the different indigenous groups of the Americas? You know what I'm saying? For me, I don't, I mean, I've read and seen things here and there. Maybe read a novel or two that was required reading some fiction story from different Native American authors. Even though saying the word Native American feels fucking weird to say. But in terms of like going in depth, it was junior year 
um, AP US history simply because the teacher knew that because it, analyzing, he had a really good track record of kids, his students passing the AP exam because he studied the AP exam well enough and he knew how the people graded and, and created the exams and that he knew that probably was been neglected over the past few years while I was in school. Um, he knew that most likely there would be some essay, especially an essay question about the different indigenous groups of the Americas. So he had us uh, study that in the beginning of the in the beginning of the, of the of the year, just to equip us with that knowledge. But I mean, that's pretty late stage. Same thing with Black history. That's very important. I had a constitutional law professor that was that was black, and he's been teaching. I was he was teaching my university for years, and when I googled him, I found an article that he had put out, interviewed on in the '90s, and he had said something about that at some point a black student in their academic career at some and in their entire journey of schooling at some but especially when you're trying to pursue higher educa higher education they want to see um, whether they realize it or not that they would really that it was really going to benefit them is having a black professor and uh, i remember him talking about that but to me it didn't hit because i've had i've had um arab teachers before but it didn't hit me until i had a latino professor and i think in in that sense because the Arab professors were immigrants themselves whereas my Latino professor growing up in Argentina his both his parents came from two different countries Spain and Italy so there was something about being in the new world with your parents coming from the old world that resonated with me more so than the way I thought a Muslim or an Arab uh, or specifically an Arab Muslim professor would have had on me that didn't so wherever whatever background you have whatever it is you know you want to see that sort of image carried on and you want to and it's, it's sort of hard to do something and enter a new sphere when you don't see people that look like you talk like you and come from the places that you do it's, it's a very important thing that's why like when um eddie murphy got his mark twain award for humor tracy morgan was giving his thanks and he said that he loved uh, eddie murphy that was his favorite because he's like he he looked like me he talked like me he came from from where i'm from that's why they used to call me fat murphy so he was so that's that's very important no matter no matter what it is about being discussed but specifically here when we talk about slavery not being black history that's actually white history uh the other things about it for example why do we talk why is why is it so important when it comes down to like certain things like um like culture vultures why are so many things so ratchet so trashy when it's coming from the places when it's come when it's coming from the hood when it's coming from black communities but then it's like it's cool to do if you white and got money you know what i'm saying that's because this because so many people think of this whole conversation on a very surface level color shit like oh like you know it's a white on black thing but no it's a simply because one it's an ownership thing right if not being allowed to own anything it's the same thing with jews jews take so much pride in so much shit now because they were never allowed to own anything especially land like that's one of the first thing back in the day you could do and want to have is to be able to farm and shit and jews didn't they got good in the city and the commercial markets and the trade and the finance and jewelry type shit because they weren't allowed to do other shit so you go with what you can go and that call and return aspect on the on the on the plantations the influence that has in the jazz if you look at caribbean influences and, and music and and especially jazz in the u.s what, what are those dudes coming from from the caribbean they black too so that's coming it's coming from a lot of african rhythm and african roots and culture um in a lot of aspects so that's what that's what i dive into next talking about white history about the slavery the other narratives about the recovery inspirations musically that stem from the great internal battle spiritually so that's that's basically that aspect of what I'm talking about. Where where does this music come from? Where does this it's, it comes out of a survival mechanism? It comes from 
It comes from suffering. It comes from pain, and it comes from a it's come from a deep source of the human spirit that just will never be will never be tainted and destroyed because it's just so powerful of that of that will to to continue surviving. But that's the problems then when you don't allow ownership in the modern day and you take advantages of that music and of that culture, and then one there's no acknowledgement of the damage or very minimal. There's no reparations. There's no sort of any way of 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 dealing the fact that like yo the only reason we have this is because of what y'all did to us and now you're taking the one thing we were able to produce that's sort of like i guess my out of the years because i out of the years of studying one from different classes this is all coming from like i had a few courses on again not being taught by black professors because i, I only had a, a small amount but from my spanish class uh in high school, which we dived into uh, different uh, different Latin music in, di in different countries, and my history of jazz class uh, was also interesting as well. So this is where sort of things that I saw that I um, that I noticed and critiqued and and, and picked up from it. That's basically the uh, the things I wanted to talk about that came from from this course that I wrote. Tierra Santa Palestine, so Holy Land, Palestine, fulfilling prophecy. So another thing where I put navigating reality, because usually when you talk about navigating, you know, like Henry the Navigator uh, from Portugal, you're talking about the ocean, the sea. So fulfilling, that's why I had prophecies and why I emphasized that last part, fulfilling prophecies, navigating reality, but not all, but pero no siempre smoothly, but not always smoothly. So yeah, that's just the way it is. Like, you know, we can do our best to, we adjust the sails, but shit, man. Sometimes a hurricane or two be coming your fucking way. Ain't nothing for you to do but ride that shit out. So anyway, how long have I been talking? 13 minutes? I think, yeah, that's, that's, that's good enough. Um, anyway, thank you so much for listening. I just wanted to share that. Oh, wait. Another thing. I think another good note to end on is in the song F.U. that I had in Immigrant Dreams. I started the song off with something I had written a while back. And then it ended up, and then when I started recording the song and I heard the beat, it was just something I said in the beginning of the song. Uh, before the first verse, Mama always told me right before school, take your lunch, your water bottle too. Don't forget in the back pocket that fuck you. For anybody, I think that a who's who, just give them that fuck you, you and you too. So that's just that's just a, a macro and micro advice and anywhere. You know what I mean? Well, no matter what you're doing, you a student, you an employee, you a business owner, you an entrepreneur, whatever it is, it's like always, always have some type of fuck you in your back pocket. You know, don't be leaving your house without any fuck yous you gotta be i mean it's like i ain't got no fucks to give no you gotta you gotta have some fucks to give some fuck yous to give you know what i'm saying like hey man fuck you i'm out of this shit and it don't have to be in a very disrespectful sense it could be in a polite sense of like i really don't need this shit i ain't gotta take your bullshit today it just it's like having that plan b that's just like you know what this ain't work i ain't gotta deal with this shit i'm not begging for you i'm not on my knees waiting for your ass i can do other shit too and you just move on and you keep, you know, moving on, growing and doing whatever you got to do. So it's like, just keep that fuck you in your back pocket. That's the final note I want to leave you all with. So thank you again so much for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, share this with anybody you think might enjoy listening as well. Unfiltered Vitamins on Instagram. It's Aid Music on Instagram as well. So you can uh, sign up for the email list, Aid.com. Uh, get a, a free download upon signing up as well as exclusive content and giveaways and shit like that. And, um, yeah, you know, to get updates on, on this, on the on Filter Vitamin Z and whatever endeavors that this becomes a part of. And also, you know, whatever new music I'm releasing as well. So thank you so much for listening. Take care.